Hello, hello, and welcome to the Big Magic Equals Big Energy podcast. I am your host, Rhiannon, and I am an empath empowerment mentor, a tarot reader, and an astrologer. And on this podcast, I share all the tools that I'm loving and using as an empath and as a highly sensitive, different intuitive tools that I love to explore and share, teach, and chat about. And I also love to interview and chat with other people that I'm learning from, inspired by, or working with. And I also share on a more personal level a lot about my journey in sobriety. So if any of that sounds appealing or interesting to you, stick around. And if you are, by the way, someone who's been listening to this podcast for a while, I really appreciate any reviews that you leave on iTunes and um, Spotify. And anytime you can like or share my YouTube videos, it really helps me out a lot to see what you are enjoying. And it also helps grow the podcast. So thank you for doing that. And this week, I wanted to share a little bit about Um, the importance of being grounded as an empath and as an intuitive. So this was a really powerful week. Uh, Let me know if it was for you in the comments on YouTube, but we had the 8-8 portal this week. So for those of you who are astrologically inclined, you might have an idea that um, August 8 or 8-8 is the Lionsgate portal. And it's very, very trendy on social media, I think, because it's so related to this idea of manifestation. So I'll just give a little bit of background on the 8-8 because I do think people are curious about it, although generally this episode is going to be more about um, the importance of being grounded and different tools, different ways of looking at being grounded as an intuitive. But really quickly, the 8-8 portal, if you didn't tap into it yet, you can still tap into it. It runs for a week and a half, like the energy and the portal is still open. It opens for three weeks around August 8. So um, even a week and a half after August 8th, the portal is still open. So if you're listening to it in that window, you can still tap into this energy. So 8-8 is the alignment of this, the earth's star or the sun. It's the alignment of the sun with um, the star Sirius and Orion's belt. And one thing that I learned this week, which is a little new, um, is apparently so um, the reason why there's so much energy really um, channeled into the world at that time and why it's such a beautiful energy for manifestation is because um, so the earth, the sun is currently moving through Leo. Leo is ruled by the sun. So it's like the sun is at its most intense high energy. Whereas Sirius, the star Sirius is actually considered the sun of the spiritual plane. So it's like the, the what gives energy to the spiritual plane, the spiritual dimension. So the fact that they are in alignment creates this beautiful channel that we all experience in different ways. And I think that's why there are so many different interpretations of the 8-8 portal or the Lionsgate portal, all of which the only thing that I see resonates with all of them is that it's a very powerful and auspicious day to manifest, to be in kind of resonance with your spirituality, your energy, and all of that. So uh, that's been happening this week, and I've just really... I've loved seeing people's interpretations of it and different ways that people do their their beautiful manifesting practices, whether it's vision boarding, whether it's deep hypnosis, uh, whether it's kind of scripting or, you know, speaking it into being, all of that. Um, But it also reminded me a little bit of my journey through being intuitive, being somebody who loves the energetic and very much I love the mystical. I love the devotion. I love kind of, I mean, I'm not religious, but I love kind of 
discussions with God and, and interacting with God and interacting with source energy and love and all of that. But I've kind of stayed away from those conversations lately. I just think because I've been so drawn to this message of the importance of being grounded. And I know, you know, I found The Secret, right? The book, The Secret, when I was probably 18 years old and I was reading other books <laughs> about spirituality from really young. My mom was interested in these things as well. So from like 13, I was going to yoga. I was always interested in the ethereal and in the mystical. And to be honest, I, I found that those tools, they were so beautiful and I loved them, but they didn't really click in and serve me and really feel like they had, I don't, I don't want to say value in this world, but they didn't show up for me in my everyday 3D life as much as well as they do now until I started being more grounded. And now that I've really, really been focusing on grounding practices, and I'm going to share what that looks like in a minute, so stick with me. but now that I've really focused more on being more grounded and grounding the mystical side of me and giving it like a physical presence. Um, that's my cat's meowing in the background. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but now that I have grounded the mist, the more esoteric energy, I feel it's become more actionable. I've been able to share it a lot more. It hasn't been this thing that's like, to the side of my life while I go about my day. It's been, I've been able to integrate basically my more mystical and spiritual side with the 3D, the physical, the routine side of me. And I found it to be incredibly powerful. And in this whole episode, I, I wanna share kind of like why, why make a, an effort as an intuitive as an and as an empath and as a highly sensitive and maybe somebody who's even very gifted and has gifts like channeling or being able to see like all of the beautiful energetic gifts that I know people have. If you're listening, you know, some people are clairaudient, clairsentient, um, see visions um, and all of the things. But I think if you, the more you have those gifts, the more important it is to really, really prioritize staying grounded because it's what kind of, I'd even go so far as it, it's what keeps you safe. It's what keeps you from getting lost. You know, we are human and we chose to come to this 3d plane for a reason and it wasn't to live with our entire experience in the mystical it was to translate and bring down and you know draw down the energy of the mystical into a way that was translatable for the 3d and i don't know if that sounds lofty or a little like godlike or something but I really believe that that's what every human being is here to do. And I think we all have, you know, my brand is called Be Your Own Intuitive. I really believe everybody has intuitive abilities to some degree, but some of us are more awakened in the grounded 3D and some of us are more awakened in the energetic 5D. And I think it's about balancing the two. And I think if you're somebody who listens to a podcast all about intuition, you might be a little more awakened in the 5D energetic realm. And this episode is all about the importance of balancing that with being grounded, being in the 3D. So um, being in the 3D, for me, I have noticed, and I've seen this in people that I work with, Initially, I think we can have a lot of resistance, especially if we are energetically inclined or we are very close to the energetic realms, because the 3D world is dense and there is process here. And I think if you can see or you can feel the energetic realm, it can feel kind of like a bummer. 
And that's an understatement to be in the 3D where things take time, where there is a process, where there are cycles, where there's an up and a down, meaning there's good times, there's bad times, there's high vibe, there's low vibe. And that is the process. It is a necessary part of being in this world. And I think learning to make peace with that is, yeah, it's something I can, we can talk about, but I think it's also best approached, like being grounded and being able to work with the 3D energy that is process, that is things take time, that is there's density, there's problems here, there's, you know, like as much as this is a spiritual podcast, like the truth is, it's not all high vibe. You know, there's, there's, there's process in 3D, there's pain, there's suffering, there's loss, there's death, there's decay, you know, and being willing to, to healthily experience that. I think you can use the mind, but you can also use practices that I've been sharing a little bit about on this podcast, which is to stay grounded. So I've shared a lot recently, like I do, I have an emptying out meditation. I talk about the importance of resilience and somatic practices, somatic experiencing, breath work, and I think it's really, those things are really powerful ways to get grounded instead of just thinking about it, instead of thinking like, okay, I, I think it is, you know, I need to be grounded. I understand. I think in order to stay grounded, it's actually more powerful to do grounding experiences, grounding practices, shall we say. So if you'd like to more in-depth, like one, some really good episodes about grounding practices are the three, I have three episodes on the three lower chakras. So the root chakra, the sacral chakra, and the solar plexus chakra, I will link them below because those go into some real like practices that you can do for each one of those chakras. But essentially to me getting grounded because I'm, I work with the chakras a lot, getting grounded is just working on those lower chakras, which is working on being willing to be in the body, being willing to experience everything in life fully, right? The sacral chakra is all about feeling. And yes, it's like pleasure and desire, but it's feeling. And then solar plexus being willing to have boundaries, to say no, to know that there are limits in this world, being able to set boundaries for yourself. Um, I think all of those episodes would be really helpful if you find that you are somebody who struggles with staying very grounded. But I think at this point in time where so many people are becoming so open to spiritual experiences, you know, there's just this ever increasing interest in plant medicine and things like ayahuasca and psilocybin and MDMA and, and having these really powerful mystical experiences. It's so wonderful. But I think when, if those are not, that's why people are looking for like people to help them integrate after plant medicine, because there is an element of integration when you are in the mystical, when you have a mystical experience, when you go into deep meditation. I really believe it is so important to back that up with something that is grounding, meaning routines, having discipline to be routine, having the discipline to be consistent. Um, I'll share something, you know, this year I've had some of the, some of the more powerful spiritual experiences of my life. I lost my mom suddenly in March and it brought about a lot of you know spiritual experiencing and a lot of seeking and I'll definitely say that if I didn't have the routine and the somatic practice 
of being consistent, like showing up for my work, showing up for this podcast, showing up on social media, because I committed to doing it. If I didn't have that, I honestly think I would be a lot more lost at this time because, you know, I'll be honest, this is the fourth time that I'm recording this episode because I would start like kind of crying or just feeling really, I I, am so drawn to the mystical when I talk about, you know, Sirius being the spiritual planes star, there is such a draw to the mystical, especially if you've lost someone you love, like, I think it can be so easy to get lost in the mystical as a fantasy versus an actual energy. Like, I think many people get lost in the, you know, they want to do ayahuasca or they want to do this and that, and it becomes more of a fantasy than basically a tool to help you live in this world. And I think I'm so grateful that I, you know, last year I did this very long coaching certification. I did a trauma certification and though all those tools that I very much endeavor to share with you as much as I can, I think they really helped me be very grounded this year, going through massive changes, energetic shifts, um, you know, losing someone I really thought of as a soulmate and the, the changes that come with that, the spiritual openings that come with that have been so massive. And I, I, I really feel that I have been able to move through them because of being grounded, because of having routines, because of having built up so much somatic practice with breath work. Many of these things I've shared about in this podcast, this is really more of just like an inspirational episode. I have a lot of episodes for these tools, but if I hadn't done those practices, I think it would have been a year where I could have easily just gotten lost or given up or not, you know, not continued with these very 3D habits, right? Like week in, week out, I'm doing a podcast episode, whether it takes me four takes <laughs> like this time or, or one take, but it's just about, I, I'm really appreciative of the fact that I'm grounded enough to do these things because I think it has helped keep me anchored at a time where I could have really lost my tethering and you know, I've shared here that I've had that kind of history with addiction and all of that. And I think that's, you know, that is why it is so important to be grounded as an intuitive, because we can get lost, we can get caught up in the fantasy. And that's why, you know, um, I'm an astrologer. And many people say that the sign of Pisces is one of the most spiritually evolved signs It's the last sign of the zodiac. And in many astrology classes I've taken, they'll say, but it's interesting because Pisces is the one that is most related to addiction. Uh, If you have a lot of Pisces in your chart, you tend to be uh, more prone to the dreaming and to the addiction. Um, And it's so interesting that the most spiritual sign is the one that can be most uh, caught up with fantasy and caught up with illusion. And I think that tells a lot about the absolute almost necessity and imperative of choosing to be grounded the more intuitive and mystical you become. So I definitely recommend if you are somebody who is getting very interested in the mystical and that's wonderful. And, you know, I see it, there's this beautiful rise of plant medicine. And, but I do think the more that you decide to explore these things, you know, doing Kundalini chakra opening exercises every day or whatever it is that you're interested in. If you're listening to this episode and this podcast, whatever it is, do your absolute best to find and check in if you are being grounded. And to me, being grounded is being somebody who does not get caught up and lost in their emotionality and the push and pull of the energy around them. So I'm going to say that again, because it's actually very tricky. 
to not do, especially if you're empathic. To be grounded is somebody who does not get lost in the push and pull of their emotionality or the energy around them. So if somebody had said that to me 10 years ago, I would have been like, I have no idea how to do that. I had no idea. And I would have people tell me how I would have coaches and therapists or whatever, any friends tell me this is how you do it. And I just couldn't do it. It wasn't until I actually did the practices like somatic releasing, like creating and building habits, like working out every day, you know, reading books like The Power of Habit and, and really building out my 3D resilience and doing the actions of that. Like anything about grounding, it's not in the head, right? It's about doing it day in and day out and building on that practice. And it wasn't until I actually did that, that I really made any kind of, that I really started to understand what it looked like to not be pushed and pulled and jerked around by the emotions that I felt or the world around me. I had a strong groundedness. I was in my body and I was willing to stay in my body, even if it wasn't comfortable. So being grounded to me, looks like reducing drugs and alcohol um, and definitely being very in control of your use of drugs and alcohol. So for me, that's still a challenge. So I don't take any drugs or alcohol. Um, it looks like being very much in the body, meaning honestly, being somebody who's able to be active to a certain extent, to whatever feels right and comfortable for you, but being somebody who can be in your body, move in your body and not need to check out constantly, not need to be scrolling on the phone constantly, not need to be looking at something to relax at the end of the day, like being able to be in the body. And for me, that took a lot of breath work and a lot of um, somatic experiencing, like somatic embodiment dance to be able to be in the body. Um, I think grounding also looks like being balanced in your left and right brain hemisphere. So being able to be very logical and strategic and planning oriented, as well as be emotional. I think that that's uh, def definitely a sign of being grounded. And it also, to me, it looks like being in routine, being in habit, being in a space where you do something where you are committed to something and you keep doing it, whether you feel like it or not. That to me is also somebody who is grounded, who is committed, who has some sort of consistent commitment to something that can be really, really helpful um, for being grounded. So I'm going to link a lot of podcast episodes below because I know that, you know, these are great ideas, but I have done episodes on more of the how-tos of how to do this. So you can check those episodes out below. Um, but otherwise, that's going to be it for this week. And I pray that this episode finds you, uh, gives you some level of inspiration for the coming week ahead and helps you check in with yourself with how grounded you're being versus with how much you are exploring your intuition. And I will be seeing you in next week's episode. If we are not connected yet over on Instagram, or if you're not on my email list yet, make sure you check everything out in the show notes. They're all listed in there. Otherwise, I will see you in next week's episode. Bye.